Welcome to the Slay the Giant podcast. In this podcast, you will learn, you will grow, you will laugh. This podcast will transform and change your life. Get ready to slay your giants and conquer your fears. Slay the Giant podcast is here for you. So listen up and learn. Let's go. is our opportunity you know to be like Jesus to be like to let res- restoration and forgiveness to to reside there um yeah. yeah 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 and I I think it comes down to the question can you commit to the journey of friendship friendship is a journey it's not a destination like we're here like we're gonna be this for the rest of our lives no um my my friend had kids before I did I had a spouse before my friends did mm-hmm. Ashley had international speaking engagements yes. and businesses and <laughs> all these things like we're in different spaces in yeah. life and so life is going to change and so you have to commit to that journey what that journey looks like and that means that in different seasons we may be different things to each other we may be different things to each other uh, proverbs 17 verse um 17 a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity and so sometimes mm-hmm. we think like i think i you know i've heard this verse used and people are like you know that you should always it, it, it makes it almost sound like we should always be getting along. But the reality is that love is bigger than a, than agreement. Love, you need to have, a. let me rephrase that. You need to have agreement in order to walk together, right? You have to be going in the same direction. But we don't always have to see things the same way right. to love each other, right? To love each other. And so a, lo- a, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Honestly, the best friendships, the best friendships are the ones that can survive conflict that can survive turmoil that can survive um going through hard times and again i'm not going back to our our starting point where we were like you know when your friendship is formed out of uh, some kind of disagreement or conflict with someone else right i'm talking about like whitney and i have been friends since college we were college roommates right so if we have an issue um it's it's the surviving of you know, having kids and having spouses and, you know, the transitions of, that come with life and changing jobs and being distant, not talking for three months and then coming back together and having yeah. to explain like, you know, I'm sorry, I, that's my bad. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think that the best friendships are often the ones that can withstand pressure. Yeah. It can withstand pressure. Um, we like friendships that look good, but I'd rather my friendships they be good you know yeah. what i mean like it's like a chair that looks really nice but the legs aren't quite sturdy so when you sit something on it when something heavy's on it it breaks it falls apart it might have looked good but it was useless mm. it might have looked good but it didn't last yeah it might have looked good but it could not support you you see where we're going yeah. with this like it looked yeah. good but it couldn't deliver on the future that you thought it had yeah right um, and now you're left with a, a, a void, with a mm-hmm. gap. And so the reality is that sometimes we put more pressure on certain relationships than we should. Um, we need to reassess. Some of our relationships is simply a matter of reassessing. Is this person too close or too far? Am I mm-hmm. too close or too far? Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't expect support. Like uh, if there's a chair over there, it can't hold me up over here. Right. Right. Yeah, pull it on in. Mm-hmm. You either got to yeah. gotta pull it in. And if, if the chair's committed to staying over in the corner, then you know where that, friend, yeah. you know where it stands, right? right? You know where that friendship stands. Um, you have to be both, you both have to be willing 
to be in in that same space, to hold that same space for each other. I believe that surrendered friendships um, really rely on God's joy mm-hmm. to be the strength Absolutely. of the friendship. Absolutely. Right? Not us liking the same trends, the same things, um, having to go to all the same places. I'll be honest, I am bad with pop culture, but I have mm-hmm. learned that sometimes God gives you friends to help sure up the weak spots in your own life so when i can't be culturally relevant i got two people beside me who always are right who always are and so um i i I think that we need to change the way that we see our friendships we don't all have to know the same thing we don't have to have expertise in the same thing uh we don't even have to be working on the same things in the same fields because i believe that god has given them to me to staff an area in my life that to be honest it's not my gift nor my lane to to learn anymore that in that area you know uh, and so I, I think it's really, really important to also have people who are different from you. God ordained friendships are not homogenous. They don't all look like everybody's a carbon copy of the other one. That, that's not how they look. Often you will find that they are very different people um, or they come from very different backgrounds. There's some kind of difference that God has placed and that friendship honors that difference. Yeah. Honors that difference instead of compelling people to become just like me in order to be friends with me. In order to be friends with me. I like that. Um, another thing that came out is, oh, and this is, this is for my darling for Whitney. And I'm pretty sure Ashley's going to say the same thing. Um, and I'm going to say personally that I, it's something that I am conscious of as their friend. Uh, don't make me feel like I'm at work. Oh. Don't make me feel like I'm <laughs> at work. So Whitney is a therapist <laughs> and Ashley is an educator, but she is also a pastor. So <laughs> being, being that that's the kind of work that they do. A lot of what they do is talking about taking in what other people are dealing with, helping and supporting them through it, advising them through it. But I can't always only call Ashley when I need a word from the Lord or right. I need prayer. Right. I need somebody to lay right. hands and believe. Right. <laughs> right? That's it. I can't that's only call it. Whitney yeah. when I'm like, okay, sis, tell me if I'm losing it. Right? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. You have to be willing to have something to offer as well. You have to be, we love talking about bringing something to the table when it comes to like pursuing a significant other, but you got to do the same thing with your friendships. And Whitney said it well before, in every, we will all have the same thing in, in every season. And it's not about 50-50. Mm-hmm. Some, there are some seasons where your friend might be so low, you're doing the hundred. Yeah. And there are other seasons where you might be so low that your friend is doing the hundred, but you both have to have something to offer to, to give to one another, right? Yeah. You both have to be able to give something to one another. Um, things that we need to remember as we are trying to establish surrendered friendships, as we're trying to surrender. Some of us are looking for friends who match our potential, but not our present. You want people who are what you want to be, to be your friend, but you aren't actively doing the work to become that. And that's Mm -hmm. not fair, right? We can't, we can't have friends who we want to poor and poor and poor and poor, but we are refusing to work. Like, sis, you know, you should really go back to work. Sis, you really, you should really lean into that gift that you have and you refuse to do it, but you want them to continue to pour and pour and pour, right? God didn't call us to be full vessels. He called us to live lives that where we would be emptied out. I want to die empty. I want to die empty. Friendship, a part of friendship is leaving a legacy in the earth. And, you know, David and Jonathan are the example that's pointed to 
right? That's pointed to uh, of, of friendship, like that real bonded friendship. And one of the things that I think about sometimes with the friendship is not only did Jonathan choose David over his family because his father was trying to kill mm-hmm. David, let's be honest, right? King Saul was trying to kill David. But when you think about it, um, because of their friendship, Jonathan's legacy lasted beyond his death Mm. because ultimately David welcomes Jonathan's son to his table who is lame who is Mm. the son of a former king and kings did not do that back then they killed everybody from that other line because you're not trying to have anybody try to pull a coup at any point and get it back right but David welcomed Jonathan's son right Jonathan's son Mm -hmm. gotta ask make sure Jonathan's son to his table to his table right his family. The, the reality is that if you do friendship right, you will find that some of the seeds that you sow, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren will benefit from wow. them. It has yeah. to be about legacy. It can't just be about life right now. Yeah. It has yeah. to be about legacy. We have to give people the room to grow. We have to give people the freedom to change. And we have to give people the opportunity to opt out. That's, so That's hard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. We have to give people the room to grow. We have to give people the freedom to change and we have to give people the opportunity to opt out yes. Yes. when it comes to surrendered friendship. Some of yes. us are struggling because you are dragging relationships with you that have been trying to leave you for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I just had a moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to share. You know, I think sometimes even in friendships, I don't know if you've had a lot of relationship or friendship disappointments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can kind of project those disappointments yeah. on some of the friendships mm-hmm. you're currently in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just even thinking about a friendship that I have that I'm like, I, I keep thinking, oh, when is it going to end? Or when is it, oh, when is it going to walk away? And then yeah. I'm like, no, I can't yeah. think that way. Yeah. Like if they're, you know, yeah, it's a reciprocal friendship. Absolutely. We're not going to walk away. I got to mm-hmm. maintain it and keep it. Um, so yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I don't know. I know. I think that that I I agree. Ash, like when we think about different things, like you know, when we're hurt, when we're like in a hurt space, or we're trying to be, or we're trying to come out of that hurt space, or just trying to like you know, just because you know we're healed from something doesn't mean that we're never triggered from it again. You know, like so certain space, there are certain things come up, or we understand that you know, just waiting for what is that? What do you call like self sabotage? Self sabotaging a little bit. Like I think that is so important that anytime we're thinking about because I I often I, I've done my own hurting in friendships mm. you know I've been somebody that has hurt other people and so even when I think about things like that I'm like you know I like what am I gonna how am I gonna keep it how am I gonna keep it how am I gonna maintain it and like having all of that in check but also knowing like it's so important that you know that this friend is going to be the one that kind of weather the storm with me whether my change is with me they're not going to leave me they're not doing those type they're not doing those type of things to me um and just understanding that you know people grow and some people are committed to growing with you and there and that forgiveness does live there and we don't have to put those project those same things onto other people um I agree on the other end of being the prayer, but it's just, it's, it's, I think that that's so honest and so true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few other things to note when we're trying to um, make sure that we have surrendered friendships, surrendered friendships um, is knowing your non-negotiables, knowing your must-haves and your non-negotiables. Like what are the things that you have got to have? It's okay to know that. I think sometimes uh, we are trying to make the wrong fit the right one. 
like a shoe that's the wrong size. Um, and the reality is that if you have your non-negotiables, the things that you uh, know that you just can't do, it's okay to say that. I, I feel like I've said that over and over, but it's okay to say that um, your good, good friendships will honor who you are and your healthy boundaries. Yeah. Good friendships will honor who you are and your healthy boundaries. And the reality is that healthy boundaries protect your friendship. Healthy boundaries protect your friendship. I believe that like, even though Whitney may be a therapist, if I know I have a, a therapy issue, I can go to Whitney as my friend and say, hey, can you give me language? So when I'm calling for a referral or calling the doctor or calling my therapist, I know what I need to be telling them is going on. But I think it's, it's not only unethical, but I think it would be a wrong of me as a friend to now rely, put that pressure on Whitney to be my therapist. I'm not protecting our friendship. Re Whitney's supposed to be safe space for me to yeah. just be me, right? Um, whereas my therapist is specifically uh, responsible for helping me undo all the threads of what's going on in my head and my heart, right? Um, and so I think sometimes uh, without our boundaries, for some, for those of us who we, we've said that we're struggling with our boundaries, right? We people ask for something that we don't feel comfortable giving, and we give it anyway. We don't, or ask us to do something we don't feel comfortable doing, and we do it anyway. When we allow those boundaries to be valid over and over, people be, will believe that that's what you want. Yes. That's the norm. Yes, yes. Right. That's um, that's what we've taught them as friends, as friends, mm -hmm. right? Um, that it, it, every time we say okay, it's just one more piece of proof yeah. that oh, this has got to be okay with her because she said okay last time, she said okay this time, she'll probably say right. okay next time. Boundaries protect your friendship. They safeguard your friendships. Um, boundaries help your friend to be your friend. Mm -hmm. Your friend doesn't necessarily want to be your parent. They right. don't want to be, right. you know, the one that's responsible for making sure you're paying your bills and you're like, they might check like, girl, you got to do better. We can't go shopping, right? They, right. they might do one of those, <laughs> but they don't always want to have to yeah. be that person, right? Um, so boundaries protect our friendships. They help, they help us keep the main thing, the main thing. And the reality is that in surrendered friendships, it's God's will that comes first for our lives, yeah. right? Honoring yeah. God and honoring how God made each of us and honoring the call that God has on our life, honoring the assignment that he's given us in this moment, honoring the families that he's given us. Some of us, part of the boundary problem is that we don't respect our friends' families. We don't respect our friends' spouse. And the reality is that even if you don't like them, wow. the reality yeah. is that is your friend's people. Yes. That, that's your friend's yeah. family. That's your friend's spouse. Mm -hmm. So how you need to follow your friend's lead. Mm. Wow. That's a boundary. Yeah. That's a boundary. Mm -hmm. I, my friends now know, like, if Andrea's out and it's getting late and you don't see her pick up that phone, can you please tell your husband that you're going to be home late? Mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's, I think it's important, God honoring friends, like godly, healthy friendships, surrendered friendships will encourage you to be, be your best. Mm -hmm. Will encourage you. They'll be there for you when you're at your worst. And I can testify that they yeah. have both been there for me when I felt like I'm at my worst, mm -hmm. but godly friendships will also encourage you to be your best. Surrendered friendships will, uh, you know, help you to be your best. And the truth is that when we talk about this whole idea of surrender, we're gonna say it one more time, surrender. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the truth of the matter is that surrendered friendships means that I don't hold anything too close. I don't hold anything uh, too dear to me that God can't bring change in the relationship. Right? Wow. I'm not holding anything so, I'm not holding anything closer to me than God is. Wow. I'm not putting my friend in between me and God. 
Wow. Some of us are, we don't, we don't recognize it actively, but sometimes the decisions we make, we are choosing to put what we think our friend needs right now over what is actually required of us by God. Wow. Yeah. And we put our friends in danger. It's, it's good. Yeah, because God, God's a jealous God and he's going to be number one to pray right. in everything. Right. And so if he has to move that friendship out of the way, Absolutely. sometimes you're glorifying the friendship more than, you know, him. Or that that friendship is not honoring him. Yeah. And so he's going to move it out of the way or there's going to be something that may come and you may be like, what happened? Yeah. And it may be the hand of the Lord being like, Mm-mm, that ain't the one, that <laughs> right. ain't the friendship. Right. That's not the connection I want you to have. And where is this connection leading you? And it's not that we connect with people just to get, just to take. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we... Like, like we said earlier, it's about that reciprocal. Mm-hmm. But I love what Whitney said is like, sometimes you're giving more, mm-hmm. you have to be okay with that. And sometimes they're giving more, you have to be okay with that. Um, that's just the nature of relationships in general. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest things, especially as millennials and dealing with like millennial mm-hmm. friendships is, you know, understanding the transitions of friendships yeah. and how like people's life changes. And, and so even in those life changes, you, you know, as a, you know, as people's lives transition and change, their time commitment changes, yeah. you know, they may not be able to support you in ways that they were before, um, you know, all of those things make it different, the relationship different. But what I like is like, you have to communicate that life is changing for you. Yeah. Um, yes. And one of the things that I always hear young adults or millennials, people already say is, um, how do you make new friends at this age? Mm. You know, um, you know, how do you know when it's time again, like you That's said, a great question. to move people. Yeah. Like yeah. How, how do you make friends? Uh-huh. Yep. You know, is it like, Oh, at church, even like, you know, going to a new church and like, how do you connect with people? I mean, I guess go to small group or something, uh-huh. but like, how do you have, how do you yeah. grow to have these deep friendships at this age? You know? Yeah. How do you, this age, we all 30 something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it's really leaning into your interests and who God is making you to be. And I find that as I do that, like as you travel, as you, I think part of it is that sometimes we are waiting for this ideal moment or this Mm. ideal situation. Like when I have a spouse and I can travel or when I have my house and when I have, and when I have, and sometimes God is saying, if you can lean into all of who you are right where Mm. you are the people who are looking for you will find you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. The people who are yeah. looking for, who are looking for you. What, um, as I, I help, you know, other businesses with like figuring out the words to talk about their brand. And I think that we need to learn to do that as people and as friends, like, especially if you're, if you want friends, um, talk about what matters to you. Um, don't feel like you only, so for example, I remember I had a conversation with a few young ladies uh, one time you know, who were complaining and saying that they never meet anyone, they never get to um, really, not just not just dating, but also friendship wise and stuff. And one of the things I asked them, as I said, well, what do you do? And they kind of gave me a rundown of their schedule, like I happened to go to an event where they were at, and at seven o'clock, they were ready to go home and go to bed. I was like, this kind of explains why you're not meeting anybody. <laughs> you yeah. know, because you actually have to be 
out where you want to meet someone. Um, yeah. and, and then don't, and, and one, I remember I had a conversation and I almost, I kind of felt bad afterwards, but I like, based on what they were saying, based on the complaint, I felt like it was, it was a valid point that they came and whether it was their demeanor, their attitude, the way they were dressed, just said, I don't really want to be here. Nobody's going to come up and walk, talk to the person yeah. who looks yeah. like they don't want to be here. A smile goes a long a way. Long way. <laughs> I think you have to be open. Yeah. You just have to be open to experiencing, um, experiencing new people. And you have to be open to experiencing women. Um, specifically, I think that some of us have um haven't really addressed some of those like issues that we've had with women with people that have hurt us in the past and things like that and just like after saying like we're projecting those things onto other relationships and i think that that gets in the way of you developing or fostering a healthy relationship anyway you know because you're bringing so much of that baggage with you and i think i mean in side note I'm gonna say this for myself. I I don't if, if any if I if I'm in the circle of women and I hear things like you know I don't really I don't have friends with I'm not friends with women I don't have friends or I don't have and I'm like you know um there's nothing wrong with this person but I'm it's also telling to me that this person is in a space where they're trying they need to do some addressing of not having any women friends or not having any sister relationships because you are a woman you are that and so what is what's going on with the relationship that you have with yourself and why aren't you able to have these other sisterships in your life or these other women in your life i think having friends having women i'm very serious about women community i'm very serious about friendships i'm very serious you know if you if i if you know if you're my friend you're my friend you know and i'm very intentional about how i pursue my friendships and how i check up on you and how i'm with you and so hence maybe that's why i'm a therapist but i'm like the, the, these relationships they really matter to me and so and honestly pouring into them and how i pour into them it matters and so when i'm I, when i hear words like i don't want new friends or we're in a cutoff season or we're not in a space where we're have or I'm not I don't have good relationships with women I have to be like weary of that person being a friend to me and just being just light in their life and understanding that this just may be an acquaintance or an assignment and that's and that's okay so we're almost at the end of our time but I want to I want to, I do want to share something with you I would like uh, Ashley to pray for all of us um, as we grow in our friendships um, as well. But before we do that, I wanna really quickly just say, I encourage you, here's your assignment, here's your homework, because this won't be the last conversation that we're having, and I'll get to that in a second. But one of the things that I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to do is go before God, get a journal, actually write it down, write down the names of your friends, right? And one of the things, one of the fastest ways I began to uh, understand God's heart for my friendships, as well as for my friends, is by praying for them. Wow. Write down yeah, the names of your absolutely. friends. Actually get, don't just do it for memory. Write, get a pen and paper and go and pray and ask God uh, what he's saying for each of your friends. Pray for them, right? Mm -hmm. Just, and, and just see what you hear. You, 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 you never know, right? I, I'm not gonna tell you, I, I know some people like it's too much pressure, Go to God on behalf of your friend. Ask God to bless them, right? Mm -hmm. Ask God to prosper the work of their hands. Ask God to lead them in the right direction. Uh, that's assignment number yeah. one. 
Number two is if God does say something to you about your friend, I'm going to ask you to write it down and then ask God to show you the moment to share that with that friend. Right. And it's not a moment to go and say, well, the Lord showed me that you're not living right. You're the, like, yes, there, there's a correction that comes, but there's a love that it has to be born out of. Right. Yeah. Correction can only come yeah. with love or else there's no it, the relationship will end up broken. Wow. Right. So you're going to write down the names of your friends. You're going to pray for your friends. You're going to write down if the Lord says anything to you about your friends. But the other thing that I would highly, highly ask you to do, and this is a tough one, is I'm going to ask you to make a list of the friends that you know that you need to have some honest conversations with. And I want to challenge you to start having those conversations. Mm. And I would love to hear how, if you're willing to share how any of this turns out, feel free to send me a message. You can send them, Ashley or Whitney, a message as well. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you as well. Um, But I would love, love, love for you to have some honest conversations. You're going to find that you do yourself uh, a huge favor. You're going to lift the weight off your shoulders once you have been honest about where you are and where you're going. Once you're honest about where you are and where you're going. So that's the assignment. That's your homework. The thing, other thing that I want to do, and of course, share this. I know there you have folks in your circle who also need to hear this. So make sure you go ahead and share it with them. Um, the, the other thing I wanted to share is that I have been on a journey um, examining my own approach to friendship, my own thoughts on friendship, beliefs on friendship, examining my friendships um, with my friends. That's a beautiful thing to be able to do. And so we're going to journey together. And so I know I wrote the book 40 Days Lighter, but we're going to be doing 40 Days Lighter, the friendship edition. The friendship edition. So I'm really, really excited about that. So we are taking the journey. We're not I'm not telling you writing a book right now. (laughs) I'm sure that's going to come out of this. Um, But you'll be seeing more. There'll be conversations. We'll probably be posting more polls, more questions. We want to hear from you. Um, But we are going to talk about how our friendships help us to live lighter. Help us to live lighter. Because really, the Bible, God has gave us instructions. I believe uh, he spoke through Paul and said that we're supposed to bear one another's burdens. Mm -hmm. Right? That we're supposed to rejoice with those who rejoice. Celebrate with the ones who are celebrating and mourn with those who are mourning. And so if we're going to learn to bear one another's burdens, then I think that it's important for us to learn how to be good friends. And so we're going to learn how friendship makes life lighter. Yeah. So that is the thing that I wanted to announce. So look out for more announcements of when we're going live, when we're sharing new resources, when we're asking questions. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, of course, let us know. And so I'll turn it over to Ashley to wrap up for us. So well, thank you. I just want to say thank you to everyone who participated in the, the book study. Um, you blessed my life, um, even in conversations that I've been able to participate in. Um, it's just a blessing to see so many lives that have been touched or they've read something and it resonates with them. And you um, were able to think and process differently about maybe something you didn't know um, that came up in the book. So I, I just appreciate all of you. I appreciate Andrea Whitney yeah. for um, being a part of this discussion and just all the, the, the years of friendship and love and support mm-hmm. that we give one another. It's, it's a blessing. One of the things that I thought about, and I'm going to pray specifically about, and I wanted to bring it up was that I believe that there are people who are listening or watching who have relationships we need to restore. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it may have been broken because of something that was said or something that was done to you, or maybe you were offended. Um, but I believe that God is, um, going to give you the wisdom on how to restore, you know, I work yeah. in the education system and, um, there's something called restorative justice practices. Yes. Yeah. You know about mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's also used in the prison system mm-hmm. as well, where, um, they go through a, a series of questions 
um, in an effort to restore that person back into the community. Um, because the reality is we're going to make mistakes. We're going to say things we shouldn't say. We're going to do things we shouldn't do. Um, we're going to offend. We're going to hurt people's feelings. But how do we now, you know, not go off and say, well, I'm cutting that person off. I'm breaking up the relationship. How do we now restore that relationship back to where it needs to be? And, you know, one of the ways that you do it is you address what happened. Mm -hmm. Then you talk about, you know, what is it that um, I did that I could do differently? Mm -hmm. And then who was harmed? So you look at every every person that was affected and harmed and, and all the scenarios. Was it public? That. Was it private? And then now you go back and you say, now, how can I make it right? How mm -hmm. can I fix this? What do I need okay. to do? Is it an apology? Is it a letter? Is it something that I need to pray about? Is it something that I need to write down? Like, what is it? Do I need to go back and fix How do I fix this? I um, and so I think that we have that same approach in our relationships and our friendships about restoring the harm, fixing what was broken. I believe that we're going to have a lot more fruit in our relationships because that's yeah, what it's about, yeah. bearing those fruits yeah. um, and growing and evolving as individuals, as people, um, developing into the person that we're supposed to be. I love your quote mm -hmm. about that character piece yes. and not just yeah. being, because there's some people who are dedicated to your image. Mm -hmm. They're they're dedicated. And if, that, if you, for any chance, let your hair down and that image changes Woo! for them, they lose respect for you. Yes. And the reality yeah. is like everyone has a human side and we mm -hmm. have to be okay when that image that we thought had in our mind is different than who that person really is. It's not a it's not necessarily a character flaw. It's just they just yeah you're just getting to see them as a person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, I love that. It's a friendship mm -hmm. is about character. Acquaintances are committed to your image, friends are committed to your character. Mm -hmm. I gotta tweet that. Y'all gotta yes. Instagram that. That needs to be a quote. We need mm -hmm. to. Okay, we're gonna be working on tonight. Later. Yes. Anyway, so I'm, I'm. My task is to pray. So I'm gonna pray for restoration of relationships, and I'm just gonna pray for us as mm -hmm. a whole. Um, because I believe in friendships. I believe in being intentional with friendships. And those of you who are struggling, maybe you're saying, "I don't have a friend. I don't have anyone that I can really lean on." I'm that person who's struggling to develop, develop relationships. I'm gonna pray that God would just put you in contact with the right people and give you the strategy and wisdom on how to. Develop Develop those relationships. So let's pray. Um, so join me. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you. We lift you up and we magnify your name tonight. We honor you because you are good. You're a good God. You're a great father. And we thank you for this discussion. We thank you for all of the things that came out of this discussion tonight. I believe that it was fruitful. I believe that lives were transformed. People's heart were, you know, even drawn back to you through this discussion. I pray for friendships. God, I pray for our friendships. Those of us who are, you know, maybe struggling to make friends. God, I pray that you would give us the wisdom, the strategy, the knowledge, and, and how how to develop good relationships, yes. how to uh, be friends and, and how to uh, reciprocate friendship. God, I pray that if there's any offense, anything that was said or done, God, that we would forgive, that we would have a heart to forgive. We wouldn't be so quick to cut off, but God, that we would be okay with saying, you know what, I made a mistake. Um, and, and we're going to restore this relationship, oh God. I pray for those who have, are brokenhearted, those who are disappointed, those who feel rejected, those who feel abandoned or left to the side. God, I pray that you would heal them. I pray that you would speak to their heart right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that your presence would just be evident in every aspect of their lives. Holy Spirit, 
we're social distancing, but there's no social distancing in the spirit. Yes. Go to where they are right now yes. and speak healing. And, and I pray that your healing virtues would flow where they are. And for that person who may be shedding a tear right now, because this is a sore topic for them, I pray that you administer to their heart right yes. now. I pray that you would bring joy and hope and peace and love and all of the fruits of the spirit to them, oh God, as they uh, endeavor to have deep meaningful relationships. And thank you for my good friends. I thank you for Andrea and Whitney. Thank you for their lives and all the things you're doing in and through us, oh God. And we pray that as we grow as friends and we evolve as friends, that God, we will grow stronger in you. That as our friendship grows, that our love for you would grow deeper. And God, that we would be whole and that we would continue to serve you and to live for you and that we would continue to be what you've called us to be. We thank you, oh God, for for this time. And we, we, we give this over to you and every individual who's been a part of this by book study, God, give them just uh, the wisdom, the grace, the knowledge. Speak to them, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are so grateful. Um, so we're going to uh, end the, the live, the Facebook live now. Um, so we just want to tell you thank you. Make sure that you share this. Um, if you still have questions, comments, anything you wanted to share, please feel free to reach out. I'm checking my messages. I've been checking them. Um, and I love hearing all, all the feedback that we're getting. Have a great night. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Slay the Giant podcast. I know that you've been blessed. Maybe you've cried, laughed, or you've learned something. Whichever way, thank you for joining us today. I pray that as you go throughout your week, you'll meditate on what you've heard and you'll grow and continue to learn. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please go to slaythegiantpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to my website at www.allramsey.org. Thank you, and until next time, be blessed.